All right, Scott, that rounds that officially rounds out Ringside Fest 2023. We are going to do a nostalgia segment, and it's Christmas in July. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Christmas in July. That's November. It's like almost Thanksgiving. Well, it, it, the figures are Christmas. But <laughs> we're eating turkey in April. I don't even know what any of this means. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff the Queen. Rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Each all separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 408 of the Fully Puzzle Wrestling Figure Podcast, the longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, Jeff. Uh-oh. Well, I can see in your room behind you that uh, the toys are building up. <laughs> I see you got your Christmas and birthday gifts already. Uh, it, it, it's quite a stack behind me. It's impressive. It's climbing up the detail. I know. Uh, so I need to be opening up some figures. I've grabbed a couple boxes. I think my plan to resort the details. Now, this is after you and I did it, what, like two months ago, yeah. two and a half months ago, whatever it was. Uh, open up all the figures and then start arranging them by era. And then I'm going to get some of those sticky pads that you got for your superstar figures. Oh, the, uh, uh, oh God, what are the flexi bear, flexi bear, bear flex, big bear, uh, big bear chase, big, big bear chase. Uh, I <laughs> dude, I don't remember what they're called. I was going to ask you for the link again. I'll send you the link again. Thank you. But yeah, I was going to open up all the figures that you see stacked up behind me, put them into a box. And then at some point, pull all the figures out of the detolf, start arranging them by era, and then kind of putting them all back in one by one with those new sticky pads. Wait, you're going to redo what we did for five six hours that one well, maybe not one of the detolf shells oh no actually i take that back probably not one of the risers but only one of the riser shells i'm never helping you again i'm gonna be with the crows at the tracy massage <laughs> liar <laughs> i know i know why i did yeah they occupy every room they allow nobody else in <laughs> they're like this is our r&t time yeah, you go golfing, you get a tea time. You go there, you get an R and T time. <laughs> well, the figures look great climbing up the detail back there. We are spending Thanksgiving together next week. Maybe we can pop a couple of them open. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I might have them opened up like this weekend, maybe early next week. So, okay. yeah, if I can get the sticky dots here in time, then maybe we can start putting them on the racks inside the detail. But uh, aside from that, we got our Christmas lights up. Yes, Already, it's not Thanksgiving yet, but. You know, when you've got a free weekend with as busy as we are with the kid, you, you've got to take advantage of it and get stuff done. So, yeah, Christmas lights are up. Were you playing Mariah Carey's beginning to look a lot like Christmas? On loop, yes. It'll be what? constant up until December 25th. Do you know that guy that the meme of the guy where he's licking his lips and he's just like rubbing his hands? Yes. Yes. Waiting Somebody, in anticipation. Yeah. So it said right after Halloween and it had Mariah Carey. 
<laughs> put Mariah Carey's face on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That is perfect. It was hilarious, dude. That was a good meme. <laughs> you can hear the glass break, and there's Mariah Carey. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fully posable WFP at gmail.com. Basically, this show is going to be news. All news. We will have a nostalgia segment. You guys will have to wait and see what we chose for the nostalgia segment this week. Spoiler, you're going to love it. It will be Christmas in July. Or November. Whatever. <laughs> It'll be Thanksgiving in February. It will be July and Christmas. <laughs> Something like this, yes. But yes. before we move on, Jeff, let's Uh-oh. wish one of our lifelong friends, a hell of a dude, frequently mentioned on this show, a guy we grew up with, Big Dave, just turned 50 today, November 16th, because we always record Thursdays. Well, most of the time we record Thursdays. And today is November 16th. Today is Big Dave's 50th birthday. I'm next in February. I got three more months to go. So, uh, Dave, happy birthday, brother. His balls are going to be dripping for Christmas. This is the second week in a wall, uh, in a row that we've discussed balls. Uh, yeah. And dropping and drooping. <laughs> yeah. And you said scat last week. Can you believe that? <laughs> you disgusting freak. And that was hilarious, by the way. It only took me 400 plus episodes <laughs> to drop the word scat into the show. But damn it, <laughs> the boyhood dream came true and I squeezed it in. <laughs> That's a hell of a boyhood dream, dude. Or better yet, I squeezed it out. That's like in basketball when he caught Reggie Jackson's home run ball. And he goes, you know, Coop, one day I'm going to be a big sports star. And then they're drunk and peeing into a bush. And he goes, you know, Coop, <laughs> one day I'm going to own a sports bar. <laughs> <laughs> the boyhood dream. Uh, yes. Happy birthday, Big Dave. You have been a, well, the first few years you weren't my good friend. I didn't I didn't like you that much when you he and, was my extra best friend when you we could and, torture you when you and Scott got together. You guys were pricks. Yeah, but, we were. But uh, you have actually developed into one of my good friends. Love you. Happy birthday, man. Big five. Oh, dude, you're not too far behind. I'm next. I am next. It's just it's crazy how quickly things fly by. And he and I are both with two kids now married. And we obviously you know, for obvious reasons, we live so far apart. Don't get the chance to see each other as much as we used to. Um, but those times that we do, like, for example, the Conquer Toy Show, they're just, they're super extra special. So I wanted to make sure we just kind of put a pause, quick pause on the show and uh, sent the ha- big 5-0 happy birthday out to Big Dave. Speaking of Conquer Toy Show, December 9th. Yes. Uh, TBD, on for me anyway, to go. What? No, no, you're going. Well, I got to check the schedule. I don't know. Yeah. Check your schedule. Get your, okay. get, get your little uh, calendar out. Okay. And type in Concord toy show. We'll see. No, 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 no. We'll see. Take your, <laughs> take your little calendar, your little desk calendar, put on December 9th. You know, there's calendars in your phone now too, dude. You don't need to like manually do things anymore. 
you can just type it into your phone. Or you could literally talk to your phone and say, hey, Siri, schedule me for December 9th at the Conquer Toy Show. Hold on. Hey, Bixby. Wait. Hey, Bixby. Bixby. Oh, my voice thing isn't set up on my phone, so I can't do it. (laughs) Who the hell is Bixby? I don't know. It says... (laughs) It says Bixby voice not yet set up. To use Bixby voice, unlock phone. Hmm. My Bixby isn't working. Let me it try this. to a lot of guys, dude. Oh, wait. Ta- tap to talk to Mike. Hold on. What am I asking? You're telling it to schedule you for December 9th at the Conquer Toy Show. Schedule me for December 9th Conquer Toy Show. I found these results. Oh, well, I actually brought up Conquer Toy Show. Okay. But it didn't schedule me. Ugh. Tell it to put it in your calendar. Put it in my calendar. All right. When is the event? Oh, God damn it. We just told you. Yeah, you just brought it up. Anyways, Conquer Toy Show, December 9th. Screw Bixby. <laughs> okay, don't use your phone to schedule it. No, I'll just write it on my desk calendar. <laughs> write it on your desk calendar. Yeah. Uh, so we'll try to make that for sure. That was a lot of fun last time we went. Yeah, it really was. Sky, have you picked up anything recently? No, I did not pick up anything this week. Um, no, nothing big dropped. I keep checking BBTS. I'm hoping that they get those uh, Legends Greatest Hits in, the Earthquake and Typhoon. Okay. I really want to pick those up and then the extra beefcake for the title. But I don't know if BBTS is going to get those. Right now, I only see them on ringside. So I don't know who else is going to be getting those. But anyway, I'm I'm keeping my eyes open for that. If they do a Black Friday sale with those, I'll pick them up. Uh, but no, just nothing new dropped. I did my, my pre-order damage last week with the solo the Roman ultimate and Oscar ultimate, which by the way, we're going to get to that Oscar figure in the news. Holy crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Holy mm-hmm. crap. Uh, Christopher Dean sent me a text. He goes, man, figure a 2024. He might not be far off. It's a beautiful looking figure. We'll get into it in the news. So Nate, AKA ring skirts found me the bam, bam, Bigelow. Nice. Uh, superstars figure. So he said, nice. along with some other things. Oh, there is a gift in there for you and I for Christmas. Aw. I haven't opened up mine. I will open up mine with you around Christmas time. Okay. And he sent me a picture of him at, well, Photoshopped of him as <laughs> Shawn Michaels in Playgirl with the AWA tag team titles, which to which I prominently said, I will put that up in my house. <laughs> and now I have to explain to people why there is a guy just kind of laying there jacked out of his mind and with an AWA tag title over his junk. You're like, come on, Nate. I can only get so hard, dude. <laughs> I can't go to this room anymore. I'll get a boner. Yeah. <laughs> like you're Al Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, the picture is awesome. We're going to get it framed. It's going up in the house. Nice. That's awesome. Where, so are you going to like prominently display it or are you going to like hide it behind the couch or something? No, it's going to be prominently displayed. Like right next to your television in the front room. The picture's hella funny because it's Nate's like hella cheesing. Well, I love that it's the AWA tag title too. Yeah, it's Steve Hoker's artwork of Photoshop, but uh, he's he's freaking brilliant. Yes, with the crows in front of the R and T. Dude, it was hilarious. <laughs> it. it was hilarious. So, anyways, oh, I did get that. I did get in a BBTS order. Uh, I got the Megatron from the fat sale they were having. Nice. So Megatron has arrived. Also, I got in a couple of BBTS items for mom for Christmas. Oh, nice. Okay. And I think that's it for me, I believe. Oh, you kept the damage to a minimum. Well done. 
Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be different after Black Friday. Agree. But thank you, Ring Skirts, for the thoughtful gift and uh, Jeff's picture. I can't wait to go over to Jeff's house and use that. I mean, see that. Well, if you want, I can put it up in your room when I'm over there next week. <laughs> we're going to share custody of the picture. Uh, you, okay, we're sharing custody of Nate's half-naked picture. <laughs> we're going to write an agreement <laughs> every other month. We exchange the picture. <laughs> One shall not get fluids on it of any type. Uh, unfortunately, I everybody's receiving their big rubber guys too. Mine is on like the snail mail from UPS. Ah, got it. Yeah, I got the tracking for it, so everything's cool on their end. It was just snail trail of snail trail, snail uh, trail, snail mail of UPS. That sucks. But uh, yeah, I've been seeing the pictures, dude. Those things are nice. A lot of people say they are awesome. The uh, they feel like ljn's you know a lot of people are happy with them that's great uh, i love it yeah all right scott we've got to begin this journey for the news are you ready i can't wait national toy hall of fame last friday announced their next four to go into the national toy hall of fame uh Ca- three were uh ballot and one was the uh last chance to get in or yes Okay, so four went in, but one of them was that special pick you were talking about. Yeah, it's the last chance or whatever, which means, well, we'll get into it in a sec. So the net, the four that are going in, Cabbage Patch Dolls, Baseball Cards, the Popcorn Pusher, which for a lot of people, if you don't remember, that was the little hand cart thing that you would push and the balls would be inside this like carrier thing and there's just... <laughs> The balls inside the carrier. Is that what you're laughing at? <laughs> they would be uh, kind of popping inside this kind of dome sphere deal. Anyways, popcorn pusher and nerf. I I forget which one was the last chancery. I think it might have been nerf, dude. Was it nerf? nerf I think so. Nerf should have been a long time ago. Oh, yeah, dude. I, and nerf, it isn't just one thing. Like They have a huge army of toys and offerings so yeah and they've been around forever nerf should have been in years and years and years ago yeah well congratulations to those four well deserved so you actually mentioned last week scott that the cabbage patch dolls were uh would be on your list or your final four but you were only allowed to choose three right and i think i picked them over power rangers correct uh yeah no i thought power rangers went in did i go power rangers i think you did Oh, okay. So the one that was part of the Forgotten Five was the Popcorn Pusher. So that went in over Transformers. Okay, I get it. But Transformers, man, that's got to be one that gets in. All I'm saying, hand a five-year-old a Popcorn Pusher and a Transformer and see which one gets the most playtime. Well, it depends. Is it a female or a male kid? Doesn't even matter. Well, if it's a female, I could see the female going for the popcorn pusher. If it's a boy, he's going to want the Transformer. Girls love Transformers too, dude. Come on now. Meh. Yeah, not really, dude. Oh. So the five that, the forgotten five, or the five that were up to go in as the last chancery, as we call it, was the popcorn pusher, which made it in, My Little Pony, Pez, the Pogo Stick, and Transformers. So I don't know if any of those other four will be available to ever pick again. Yeah, you got to wonder if it's like the Baseball Hall of Fame, right? Like you only get so many shots and then you're just off the ballot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, apparently the uh, the people that vote on these things were invented before fun. (laughs) 
So <laughs> popcorn pusher made it in. Well, that's the thing about the National Toy Hall of Fame. This is the first year I've ever heard of the National Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah, but the the inductees is such a huge list. It's it's got eighty names like stick <laughs> and and rocks and, and, and sand. very small rocks and sand. sand. Yeah. yeah, but like seriously, like how is it that we have never heard of this before? I know some people have, but it's it should be on a grander stage if that if that makes sense. It should not... be an event. Like when they're picking the names, it should be an event. Yes, it should be. And live... somebody related to the toy itself should make a speech. Exactly. And it should be like streamed live or, you know, right. there should be like a huge thing. This is why we need to go work for the National Toy Hall of Fame so that we can implement things like this because toys now with the whole nostalgia factor are, it's big business. Toys are huge, dude. Everybody loves Toys, mm-hmm. put the magnifying, put the spotlight on this thing, right? Like, get it going. Make the Toy Hall of Fame inductee or inductions a big event. Yeah, you know, a, a toy's going to the Hall of Fame. Make it an event, man. Now, watch. They- we're we're sitting here ranting, and there already is something scheduled. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we just we don't know about it. Well, technically, they already kind of did that this year. It was on GMA. Good Morning America. So they that's where it was announced for the fourth. Yeah, but you've got a time slot, right? Oh. You're like, we're going to give you guys three minutes. Don't make it a second longer, <laughs> right? You pricks and your toys, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, or Al Roker is going to destroy you. Like, <laughs> but, no, you, you need to be given a platform. So anyways, National Toy Hall of Fame made their induction for the four again. Now I'm curious next year who those four will be to go in next year. It'll be interesting to see. Cabbage Patch Dolls, dude. We talked about them last week. Absolutely deserving to go in. If you lived through the hysteria, you get it. Cabbage Patch was only one year, wasn't it? Oh, no, 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 no. Cabbage Patch Kids went on for a long time. Well, they went on for a while, but like that hysteria was what? One or two Christmases? It was one Christmas. Okay. But they still sold really well. And if you guys ever, if you guys were alive for the Tickle Me Elmo Debac- oh gosh yeah the tickle me elmo what was that 99 or 2000 or something 95 95 okay wow yeah. that is something that is right up there that rivals what the cabbage patch dolls was so if you guys live through the tickle me elmo you can kind of figure out what the cabbage patch dolls hysteria was so i have a cool tickle me elmo story uh you remember i used to work at sport mart in san leandro yeah sure do there was this really really cute cashier and she had a young child and she was really trying to get that Tickle Me Elmo for Christmas. Now, keep in mind, 1995 Tickle Me Elmo, I could probably find one any day of the week, dude, because we'd be at Toys R Us every single day. A lot of times when they opened, we knew people that worked there. We could go in. I saw it numerous times, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to get an Elmo so bad. Uh, I was able to score her one for her kid for Christmas. Are you serious? Yep. And Sold it you- to her for $200. Are you serious? No, I would never do that. <laughs> I would never do that. No, I literally handed her the receipt and I said, "It's this is how much it was. And she was like, oh my gosh, thank you. I mean, we were at Toys R Us like every day, dude. It was not a problem to find it. If you knew when to get there, who to ask, like you were good. You could find it. And they were you... tough to find. Don't get me wrong, but. And she was thankful and she walked you up to the boss's office, right? We watched the... way too many movies, dude. Bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah, you watch way too much Spice Channel as a kid, and I respect you for it. 
oh no, I can't pay you for this doll. What should I do? <laughs> I don't get paid till next week. How can I possibly pay you for this Tickle Me Elmo? That's like the uh, Friends episode where they ordered a pizza and they were watching a lot of adult movies. <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah, because it was like they were getting it for free. Yeah, <laughs> and Joey... it was just on TV and they never changed the channel. Yeah, Joey and Chandler were like just watching it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that You know, they did that in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Because yeah. that happened during the spell when they had won their apartment in the game. Exactly. Yep. And he, the best part was, is Joey's all, the pizza girl, the pizza delivery girl was just here. And she didn't want to sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Oh, God. that was Yeah, like... but I was able to help a mom get her kid a Tickle Me Elmo for Christmas. And I felt good about it because, I mean, they were going, people were flipping them for quite a bit. If you lived through that, you remember it. Like, it was insane. People now at that time that was a lot of money, but a lot of people were flipping them for like six hundred. It was insane. It was yeah. people were paying it, and so obviously if people are paying it, the demand is there, the money's there. People are going to keep flipping them for for buku cash. But yeah, I gave her the receipt. I said, "Here it is. This is this is what you owe me," and it was great. I was I, I made her kids Christmas. Hopefully, didn't get me a starting lineup, but you got her to tickle me Elmo. But yep. hey, <laughs> I'm kidding. You paid for all of ninety three hockey starting lineups, so. Ah, that's true. Yes, I did. That isn't worth much nowadays. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> You're all, ha, 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 that's true, you yeah. dick. Yeah, dick. I'm shedding a tear, that grant fear. Oh. <laughs> $65 for that grant fear in 1993. Oh, <laughs> stab me in the heart. How much is that grant fear worth now? Like $3. Moving along to pro. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm crushed. <laughs> I need a beer. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. <laughs> and you ruined Christmas, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, all right. Let's move along to pro wrestling tees for two weeks only, starting right now. Actually, they will have the CM Punk ROH look micro brawler. As I said, pre-order is only two weeks. It will end on November 29th It is. $15.99 as long as you get it in under the 10 days of Black Friday sale going on at Pro Wrestling Tees. Again, it's CM Punk in his ROH look from about 2004, 2005. He's got the black jacket. He's got the blonde hair. He is in the cross-arm pose. That's available right now on Pro Wrestling Tees. Wait, that's not Chastity from ECW? I got wow. Confused. Way to pull that out of your ass. Well, we just reviewed November to remember 98. Oh, geez. Okay. So that makes a little bit of sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good job, dude. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's head on over to FOCO. FOCO has the Stone Cold Steve Austin light up stage going on right now, limited to 223 pieces. This is $90. It's Stone Cold in jeans. He's got the Austin 316 shirt. It's the I'm going to call it just the ultimate stage that FOCO has been putting out lately. It was Brett. They had Roman. They've got Steve Austin. Yeah, it's their premium format bobblehead. There you go. 90 bucks. Stone Cold Steve Austin over at FOCO.com. They're in the news every week, dude. They are really pumping out this WWE product, and I like a lot of it. It's it's outstanding. Wrestling's got to be a huge moneymaker for them. Like I said, I I stay away from these because it's a slippery slope for me. But you give me an LOD, I am 100% in. Hold on. The Steve Ozer papers are brought in by the Crows. (laughs) We're not even talking about Mattel. Ah, suck it, prick. (laughs) 
there's nothing in here. There's nothing about LOD, you jerks. Get out of here. Yeah. I thought you guys were at the R&T. We're out of money. <laughs> Is that all you're out of? Well, we're shooting up knee cartilage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Those haircuts take a lot out of us. Yeah, yeah. That's the haircuts. The well's running dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right. Um, also on the Wrestling Figs message boards under the Jazzwares section, there's a gentleman by the name of Dan Friedman. He is product manager for Jazzwares AEW line. Somebody asked him a question basically regarding the CM Punk ROH figure. Dan did say that, yes, the Luminaires CM Punk from ROH days will still be released in Unmatched Series 8. Are you in on that one, Jeff? Yeah. Are you really? Okay. I think the only one I'm getting from the Luminaires is going to be the Briscoes. Oh, good call. Yeah, and I'll fight somebody over that one too. Like, I have to get those figures. I'm waiting for the Jazzwares Vault figures to go up. Because I want to jump in on a lot of those figures that are going to be going up on there. The Jazzwares yeah. Vault. Uh, the ROH line is supposed to be on there. I forget what other figures. I uh, I think the Briscoes are a part of that. Uh, I ROH. believe you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Kenny Omega too, maybe. Uh, yeah, got, that's I've right. Got, yep. I've, I've got to do the Rolodex in my head. But anyway. Yeah, because we talked about them a while ago. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm all in on a lot of those figures. So I'm waiting for that to go up on Jazzwares Vault. Yeah, that'll be crazy. That'll actually be, depending on when they come out, uh, that'll probably be the first AEW figure or figures that I buy are those Briscoes. Are you going to get the CM Punk Supreme figure? Uh, I know Tim hit us up because he found it. Uh, GBM had already hooked you up with it. Yeah. And so you're like, dude, you need to get it. And I'm like, damn, it's 40 bucks. Mm -hmm. And you're like, it's well worth it. Mm -hmm. I ultimately passed on it. It might be one of those if I see it at Walmart. I'll take a good hard look at it and and determine. But then Luis Rivera put it his up on Facebook earlier and a bunch of cool poses, all the different heads. And I was like, man, that does look good. Mm -hmm. That that is a sweet looking CM Punk figure. But then I remembered like, ah, it's AEW CM Punk. I'm good. <laughs> so wait, are you waiting for Mattel to make a CM Punk? Maybe. And I hate <laughs> that about myself, but that's just the way it is. Dude, can you imagine how hot that? first if they do an ultimate cm punk how oh. crazy hot that figure will be yeah yeah because then that opens up you mentioned vault that kind of opens up the vault of like old cm punk figures they can come out with like that 2012 cm punk with the white shirt that everybody in 2012 had that they probably printed like 10 million of yeah and sold 10 million of them because <laughs> everybody freaking had one at every single show i had one i wore the armpits out on the thing um <laughs> but you could do that ultimate cm punk there's just that well runs deep with uh with cm punk figures and if it all comes to pass the survivor series like i really think it's going to it, it's going to be an insane amount of cm punk figures coming out and i'm here for it i love it i i i have kind of gone cold on cm punk a little bit uh, i my personal opinion, I think he was maybe a little bit immature with the whole thing that happened in AEW. He should have been maybe more of a locker room leader and less of a, I'm going to throw hands with people mm -hmm. in the position that he was in. That's my take on it. But if he comes back to WWE, I think I'm I'm fully aboard the CM Punk train again. And I mean, he, he better act right or I'm going to jump off that train real quick. <laughs> but uh, I think he'll he'll probably come in very humbled, you know, given the way everything went down. That was very public, that split. Uh, I hope he comes, if he comes back, I hope he's humbled and he does business the right way. I think there's definitely a spot at WrestleMania for him. 
uh, definitely a spot in the Royal Rumble for him. But uh, it, it's exciting to think of all the possibilities, right? Like if, if he comes back, it, it's insane to start fantasy booking matches for him ahead of time. But uh, I'm already, if he comes back, I'm already looking forward to his first ultimate figure. I know what you're thinking. I know you're like, oh, it's an AEW figure. If you can get that past your brain that it's an AEW figure and actually focus in on everything that comes with it and focus in on the shirt, the belt, the extra heads, the hands, the torsos, the uh, not the torsos, I apologize, the uh, lower halves, the CM junks, you know. Oh, stuff. CM junk, yeah. Yeah. Look at the presentation of those Supremes. And I know you've seen the Kenny Omega before. I know you have. And the yeah, Cody yeah and the Cody, yeah. But take that one in, dude. And I hope that changes your mind because the Supreme figure is a beautiful thing. I might change my mind when I have it in hand. And I'll be like, okay, this is the first AEW figure I'm buying. But at the same time, he's not in AEW anymore. And he comes with the AEW title. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. And it's 40 bucks. Well, that part is true. And the Oscar was $35.99 on pre-order. So, Oh, it already went up? Oh, and it's already sold out on BBTS. Oh, crap. Yep. Last week, dude. So I uh, jumped on because I've been looking for it on BBTS. And it finally went up. So I was able to get uh, the Solo, Danny Mattel, and uh, the Roman Ultimate, and the Oscar Ultimate. They've still got everybody in Elite. I think it was Elite 107. Finn's gone. Solo's gone. And the Oscar Ultimate is gone. But they've got everybody else. All right. We just got the Oscar figure in and we're going to put her into our database and she's gone. And she's gone. And she's gone. <laughs> yeah, she went quick. All right. Ringside Fest was this past week. Bill and Ozer were on there being interviewed. They also had some guests on as far as Mick Foley and Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. <sighs> And let's get into what they showed off. All right, we'll start off with Retro's. Retro 4-pack, DX 4-pack, I should say, will be Road Dog, Triple H, Billy Gunn, and China. I take it you're not in on those because Retro's. Yeah, I'm I'm out on the Retro's. Okay. All right, let's head over to Elite Top Pick Series 2. There's a Cody Rhodes. Logan Paul. It will come with a Prime bottle. I'm wondering if his next match, he's going to be in Prime gear. <laughs> probably well the stupid prime <laughs> bottle was out there for his wrestlemania match, <laughs> his wrestlemania right? match yeah it's ridiculous yeah, they're really shoehorning that in now costco has prime oh they do yeah costco has prime now dude which flavors uh, i think it was the blue bottle okay. it might have been blue and red in like a multi-pack i think it was just like i walked by and saw it and i was like oh prime's here now of course going back to the logan paul figure he does have the prime bottle he will be in his wrestlemania 39 gear Seamus, you'll have the hat and black mask. All right, let's head on over to Elite Series 108. And we have LA Knight, the hottest thing going in WWE today. Seriously. Red vest and microphone. That will be Elite Series 108 for LA Knight. Yep, it's that's the entire series. It's just LA Knight. It should be. In, in different colored gear. And that's it. <sighs> Elite Series 109, we got Seth Rollins with the new WWE title. We got Bailey. she'll have the thumbs down hands. Damian Priest will have the have a long jacket. Dominic Mysterio, he will have an extra head with sunglasses and a handkerchief over his mouth. Thug life, Dominic. 
Thug Life, Dominic. Bronson Reed will also be part of Series 109. Nakamura will be in, will be, excuse me, will be the variant. Regular will be the black and white outfit. The variant will be red and black outfit. That is Elite Series 109. Elite Series 110, Butch, not the Bushwhacker Butch, but the wrestler Butch, Pete, formerly Pete Dunn. You'll have a football top jersey and cricket bat. Bruno San Martino, he will be almost identical except for the trunks to his earlier elite line. He'll come with a podium and a Hall of Fame plaque. Yeah, I think in this one he has green on, right? Green trunks? Also, two elite figures that I am super excited about. Pretty deadly. Kit Wilson and Elton Prince. Nice. And they've got those kind of like half shirt dealies that they wear. Yes. Yeah. Cool touch. Dude, those guys are great, man. I, I hate to say the word great, but like I look forward and get happy every single time they come on TV. It's great. <laughs> like, were you happier when the fashion police came out or is it an equal amount of happy? Oh, I really did like the fashion police. I thought they had Same. something. I thought they had something going with them. And I shouldn't say like, tag team championship worthy but like a, a skit every week i would have to go fashion police but pretty deadly is climbing up that list got it okay all right let's head over to the SummerSlam series that will be coming out next year we got undertaker from 2015 SummerSlam. the extra head is him laughing like when he sat up and started laughing <laughs> at brock lesnar that's fantastic like that was memed to death so it's kind of cool that a meme is becoming an action figure. I love it. Yeah. It looked like Undertaker and Brock Lesnar were on the love toilet. <laughs> right. Exactly. And if, and if you guys watch Saturday Night Live, you'll understand that. <laughs> X-Pac from SummerSlam 1998. You'll have the glasses on. Kane. I can't remember which SummerSlam that was from. Just throw a random SummerSlam. It's from that. Lex Luger, SummerSlam 1993. With accurate hair. Build a figure for this series is referee John Code. I am so excited about that Luger dude for the John. Oh yeah, the Luger too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he comes with John Cone's head, even better. <laughs> um, but yeah, that Luger, ah, oh, dude, I cannot wait to have that figure in hand. That is getting pre-ordered the minute it hits a website, be it ringside, be it BBTS. That figure is getting pre-ordered. Yeah, Luger looks good, man. He really does. A lot of people are excited for that one, too. I'm putting the winged eagle on the guy. I don't care. It's not historic, <laughs> historically accurate. I don't care. No, it's got to be historically accurate. Yoko has to be laying on the outside, get counted out. Well, technically, Luger did do an interview with that title on. He did. It oh, didn't count, but... Did he do it around that time, or was that around 1994? I when... think it was... Um... I thought they did it after the Royal Rumble and before WrestleMania. Oh, maybe that's when they did it. Uh, in yeah. 94. I thought that's when they did that. Maybe that's what. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right. So, hey, it happened. There is a video of him doing the interview or coming out to the ring with the title. So I'm rolling with it. He's going in the detolf with the title on. Ultimate Edition Series 21, Cody Rhodes. He'll have his entrance rope from WrestleMania this year. Extra Head will be part of the mainline series. So don't worry for everybody that pre-ordered the Cody Rhodes or got the Cody Rhodes from Mattel Creations. Your figure is still good. There is no special Cody Rhodes coming out on Mattel Creations again. So everybody's safe. 
You know, you don't have to worry about it devaluing your figure. It's yeah. okay. Settle down, Johnny. Calm your tits. Right. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, my figure's not worth as much. <laughs> They're redoing Roman. Now I have to buy another Roman. <laughs> like that sounds like me with Solo Sokoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made Solo fat. I have to buy another one. <laughs> yes, you do. I gotta buy another uh, Solo Sokoa figure because now he's fat. And they didn't have the accurate torso in the first one. Damn it. Now, but now, I still bought it. So I still bought it off the big bad toy stores, the big bad Scott Toon toy store, you know, <laughs> that thing. So I had to buy it again. And now back to the pile. All right. Let's head over to ringside to collectibles and the exclusives that they have coming out. And probably the hottest figures or the figures that were most discussed among the community this past week the Holland Nash ultimates a tag team ultimate set it is holy crap nash he will have three total heads outsiders t-shirt nwo t-shirt red vest and wcw tag title scott hall will have three total heads as well one of the heads will have that scaredy cat look that he used to do you know the ooh that type of thing like ooh, i'm so scared Outsiders t-shirt, vest, NWO t-shirt, and WCW tag title as well. That it will be a ringside exclusive. Everybody went bazonkers for that tag team set. Yeah, dude. That is going to be an incredible looking tag team that would look even more incredible, Jeff. Had these numbnuts funded the Nitro stage, which you did not... I did. Don't say you. Well, I did. You, not not you specifically. I did too. Oh, 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 oh. I thought, but, you, were, uh, I thought you were saying you. Like There will be more bashing happening a little bit later during the Q&A, maybe, about <laughs> that subject. I was ready to say, you might want to calm down because we got more to go. <laughs> I get riled up, dude. I'm sorry. I know you do. That, that gets you very angry. It really does. It really does. Because how good would those look on the stage like power bombing Eric Bischoff off the stage. Like that would be so badass. but no, no, we are not getting that. Anywho, there weren't 5,000 of us that could have funded that thing. There was like 39,000 or excuse me, 3,900 that uh, wanted to fund it. Yeah. Yeah. And then 1100 of you ruined Christmas. And there was about 600. They were like, Oh, I don't. Why did they go Nitro stage? You know what? I'm gonna gaslight my 300 followers on Twitter, and we're gonna go after everybody, and then we're gonna get everybody to not fund that. Sobs. Okay, moving along to Three Faces of Foley. On a happier note, (laughs) so they will be making again Three Faces of Foley. There'll be Mankind Dude, Love, and Cactus Jack. Now, here's the cool part. Credit to the packaging team over at Mattel. So it comes in a box where you can see all three figures inside said box. Here's the cool part. The top. You said comes in a box. The flap on the top opens up. Here's the even cooler part. You can reach in and grab each individual figure that is inside its own special packaging. So obviously, Dude Love will be inside Dude Love packaging. There's artwork behind them. 
take out the Cactus Jack. You can take out the Mankind. It's got artwork behind them. Each one is in its each individual box inside this larger box. Such a cool idea. And now I have to get it. And now I have to get it signed. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so now it becomes like, I don't, how much is fully charged for a signature? Uh, when I met him, 70 bucks? Somewhere around there, yeah. Okay, so if it say $60. Okay, so here's the $180 question. Do you have Foley sign each individual figure with that specific character's name? Yes, you do. So you're you're paying for three separate signatures. I don't know. Okay, so I got a poster with Foley, and he signed all three on the poster for the one flat charge. Uh, well, actually, the cool thing was is because I pre-ordered my ticket or something like that. It was it was during Starcast in 2018 or 19. Okay. When I pre-ordered it, and he signed my retro figure, but then he grabbed a poster or an eight by ten, and he signed the poster that was um, all faces of Foley and uh, signed it right there. All three: Mankind, Do Love, and Cactus Jack. Okay, but the game has changed drastically since 2018 specifically mm-hmm. the autograph game so i'm wondering if he's going to do like sergeant slaughter since slaughter has that special san diego gomicon exclusive figure that he really dresses up that you have yeah i wonder if foley's now going to have a separate charge if you want the three faces of foley signed i'll do all three signatures but it's this much possibly i i bet you money that is what he does and i you know what more power to him because I'm sure he could dress it up and make it look fantastic. And he'll probably tell you a badass story at the same time. More than likely. Yep. That's just how Foley rolls, dude. The guy's awesome. And then on top of that, he's getting more money because every single time they put out figures, you know, he, you know, people are going to be coming up with that figure. So anyways. Yep. Cha-ching. Good for Foley. <laughs> All right. Moving along. The WCW Ultimate Nitro Ring was also showed off. I'm waiting for Scott. No, I've, I've roused him enough. Wait, no, uh, I haven't. You know what that ring would look fantastic next to, Jeff? <laughs> aside from the Hall and Nash Ultimate figures, aside from the Bischoff that comes with it. What's that, Scott? The Nitro stage that you a-holes didn't fund. Hey, wait. I mean, you not s- you. Okay, not okay, me. thank you, thank you. And and not Tim and and the, the names that we know that, that did go out of their way to fund this thing. Yes. It's to those 1,100 that sat on the fence and we're just like hemming and hawing and waiting for who knows what. I'm going to just keep letting you go. They ruined Christmas, Jeff. <laughs> they ruined Christmas. The ultimate... Not just this year. Every year. <laughs> the WCW Ultimate Nitro Ring comes with Eric Bischoff. He will have swappable shirts as well, which would look great in the front of that. St- I'm just joking. <laughs> but anyways, yes, the Nitro Ring will be ringside exclusive as well. Yeah. And uh, I I think it's already up there. It's already up for sale. Oh, it's already up there? Yeah, it's already available for sale. Pre-order? Yep, it's on pre-order. But dude, okay. that Bischoff looks so good. Yeah. The ring is outstanding. I mean, you know, the only thing it's missing. And it really, and I keep hounding it, dude, but at the same time, like, damn it. Like this, this could have been such a great, I'm thinking figure photographers. Mm-hmm. Right. Like specifically like ring skirts, for example, mm-hmm. would have a field day with stage, with ring, with all of the figures, it, it, just the lighting. And oh, man, it it, it could have been su- just a special thing, 
a nice thing for WCW fans. And ah, we'll never know. It would have been so badass to put together too. Like seeing it constructed at the Mattel event. It, it, I mean, just a project by itself would have been sit to, or fun to sit and play with for like an hour, hour and a half, putting this thing together, plugging all the lights in and just, and seeing it all come to life with the lighting and man, it's, it, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It, 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 we'll get to it later too. Spoiler alert in the Q and a, there might be something about it, but man, just so disappointing because all of these things, the Monday night war series that's coming out, this ring, the hall and Nash two back, all of that was geared towards that stage so that you could have like one big humongous, Nitro playset slash arena and one big nope. All right. There was a Q&A that was followed up the following day. There's some tidbits and there's some questions. So let's get into it. So they did show off the Asuka Ultimate. Now, for those that didn't see it, this will be based off of her Royal Rumble this year look, 2023 look, where she came out and debuted the new face paint, jacket, mask, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait to have that figure in hand. This is the one that we were supposed to get a few years ago that got uh, shelved for whatever reason. Uh, no, this one's way more dressed up than that one was. Oh, that's true. That's true. But it was supposed to be in like an elite Oscar with a jacket. Yes. It was yes, going to be yeah. badass. Like this is their, Hey, we're sorry that didn't come out then, but look at what we did. Yeah. So they're more than making up for it, dude. It's like, I've seen a dumb and dumber, like, and you totally made up for it. Like, <laughs> It's an incredible looking figure. I do not see there being another Oscar topping this one. Like yeah, this is Oscar's master of puppets for sure. Once you get this Oscar, I hate to say it, but you're probably going to be good on Oscar figures for a very long time. Yeah, this one has to jump the shark. Yeah. Question came in. We saw a new Bruno this ringside fest. Will there be other pre-80s legends, pre-80s legends in the works that could make an appearance in the line soon? Both Steve and Bill said, stay tuned. Ooh, are you thinking like a 70s era Terry Funk? Possibly. Ooh, that would be slick. Maybe a Harley race. And when they said stay tuned, they spelled it T-O-O-N-E-D. Of course they did. They love us. They do. Uh, you forgot to mention something, Jeff, by the way, when we were talking about what we ordered or or things that may have been purchased in the past week. The LWO set that I got? Yeah. Uh, that uh, is now defunct and now <laughs> already out of dated. <laughs> <laughs> whoops hey it's still available for pre-order if you guys want to get it yeah for two weeks buy this this set of of a team that no longer exists do you think the guys at mattel were like oh no yeah not only did they not help us fund the nitro stage but then they go and literally break up the team the day the set goes on sale it's like oh. a, the WWE is just one big middle finger to Mattel at that moment. Like, oh my God. Guys. That reminds me of something that happened when I think it was like FTC had a Jay lethal figure come out or something. And like, they finally get the figure out. Cause it took a little bit. And then like the next day, Jay lethal shaved his head or something like that. <laughs> like the figure was already outdated and stuff, but that's what happens, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the risk that you take, but the timing couldn't have been worse. I mean, yeah. hey, unless you really wanted a Santos Escobar, because, I mean, the guy's going to be a star. If he's not already, he's going to be a bigger star. Um, get your hands on that figure now before it goes up. But, dude, it reminds me of that scene in Wedding Singer where he looks at his ex and he goes, you better take that Van Halen shirt off before you jinx the band and they break up. <laughs> <laughs> they finally release an LWO set with that Zelina Vega and boom, 
the band breaks up. Oh man. So we're, uh, this is the LWO tribute set. Uh, let's also not forget Jeff that, uh, that Bret Hart basic. Yeah. There's a reason why I didn't put it into the original notes. Dude. I had jokes and everything lined up for it. I was waiting for you to talk about it. And I went through your notes and I'm like, this SOB did not put that Bret Hart in the notes. Every time they show a Bret Hart, like I look, I'm like Ralph Wiggum when he got turned down by Lisa Simpson <laughs> and like he's grabbing and clutching his chest and using <laughs> heart. Bart puts it in slow motion. And he's like, this is the part where his heart just checks out of his chest. <laughs> what, did, what did Brett do to the people at Mattel that are making them put these figures out left and right? Like I, I know exactly what it is. They're big Goldberg fans. Ah, that would do it. That's that the only thing I can think of. They're like, oh, Brett said more bad things about Goldberg. Make him look like Thanos. Uh, Thanos? No, did he look like China? Yeah, like early China. Yeah, yeah. with like the very distinct jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, oh my gosh, dude. Not later years China. No. Well, no, that's next actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, how many how many ways can we look make Brett not look like Brett? Right? Let's keep trying. Yeah. Oh, dude, they find a way every single time, dude. It's like I'll I'll heat praise on Mattel all day. But man, what's going on with Brett? They can't get his face right, no matter what they do. Yep. Anyways. Yep. Hey, you put the sunglasses on. It's not so bad. But this one with that jaw, holy crap. So since Scott brought it up, there are some basics that were shown off. And of course, we don't really talk basics on here. But they did show, uh, oh, uh, Chance and Carter. Oh, a Katana Chance or something like that. Uh, the two females tag teams that were in NXT. They were. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Their first figures are coming up in that in some basics. Scott talked about it. They're doing a two Bretts. One's a variant, the other is not, and the faces look terrible. Yeah, they just they cannot get Brett, man. It's it's almost like laughable at this point. Yeah. And there'll be much rejoicing when they finally get it right. Like their earlier Bretts were way better. And it's like normally when they do a figure enough times, like Ultimate Warrior, they have mastered. Hogan, mastered. Roman Reigns mastered, but like Brett. Well, it took Man. him. A, it took him a long time to get Charlotte. It took him a long time to get Becky. But eventually, Sasha, the, yeah, and Sasha too. But eventually, they got it. They got it. Yeah, but dude, they've been making Brett figures since they started the line almost, and they still, fourteen years later, still cannot get Brett. Dude, Jax did way better. Mattel, yeah. or excuse me, Hasbro did way better. Uh, shit, even the Just Toys Bendem looks better than what. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll praise Mattel to the end of time, except for the Brett figures. Just, I want to see him get it right. At least one, get one, right. Yeah. Anyways, those were some basics that were shown off. Unfortunately, one of them had to be Brett. All right. Let's continue on with the questions. Somebody asked, have you had a chance to reconsider any possible ways to get the nitro stage in the hands of the collectors? Oh, why did you not fund it to begin with? If you did, I'm sorry. Steve said, not officially. No, we are very far away from exploring getting that out again. Mm. It is going to be a long time to revisit the Nitro stage or any full scale stage, to be honest. And I'm going to pause hurts my heart. Yeah, I'm going to pause it right there. Yeah, that is so key. What he said right there. And the reason that's key is because right behind the Nitro stage, was a full raw stage and I'll post those pictures. We told you, we told you that nitro stage was basically going to open the door 
for that raw stage. Now, I know a lot of people would have preferred the raw stage over the nitro stage, but you got to understand in order to get to the raw stage, we've got to fund the nitro stage. Yep. That did not happen. And this is why that line that Steve said right here, it is going to be a long time to revisit the nitro stage or any full scale stage, to be honest. That's why that line is so key. Yep. So figure photographers out there, we love you guys, but the wait's going to be longer for a stage. Steve added, doesn't mean we aren't going to do crowd funds, but I don't think you will see our next outing be a full scale stage. Yeah, no surprise there. No surprise there. It'll probably be something like you would discuss, Jeff, like a Piper's Pit, um, barbershop window, something like that. That'll be lower price point, you know, two or three figures, some unlockables, uh, but nothing the magnitude of a stage. And and that sucks, man, because they do stages really well. But yeah. Anyways. Here we are. Yep. All right, next question. Any updates on Randy Savage Ultimates or Randy Savage figures? And to round it out, Steve said, nope. We were talking about Macho Man figures before we went on the air, Jeff. And one of the ones that I think is a prime case, say Macho Man comes back into the Mattel family. I'm hoping that one of the Ultimates for Savage down the road outside of a WrestleMania 5, which when they lost Macho Man, we had said was kind of the one we didn't get. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going down a, a very short list of figures that we didn't get, that was definitely one of them. But one I would love to see them revisit in ultimate form is that ringside collectibles Macho King. Uh, I think that a lot of people, for whatever reason back then, didn't get it. Either they were out of the game or they just didn't order it for whatever reason. Um, that would be a, a one that a lot of people would love to have in their collection and would be a great opportunity for Mattel to be like, hey, he was gone. But now he's back, and here's WrestleMania 7 Savage, and here's that Macho King again from ringside. I think that would be bad. And, you know, if you have to make it ringside exclusive, do it in Ultimate Edition form. But I think that would really make a lot of collectors happy to have that one back. That rounds out Ringside Fest 2023. All right, Scott, favorite figure from Ringside Fest. And if you say hmm. Bret Hart, I'm jumping through Zoom. <laughs> I'm going to leap out of your computer. If I get that figure, I'm going to paint the face purple. <laughs> oh, why? Thanos. Oh. <laughs> Put black lines on his chin. <laughs> um, Man. Favorite? Yes. I got to go the Holland Nash 2 back. Yeah, I think that's kind of a resounding everybody's favorite. Uh. Okay, okay. Let's not be the norm then. SummerSlam 93 Luger. No, you can be the norm, dude. I mean, Uh, one in 1A. Anybody that says Hall and Nash 2-pack, I don't blame them. It's so good. I love the outsider shirts that they come with. That is so great. If that is the redundant answer is Hall and Nash 2-pack, I don't blame you because that is fantastic. So anyways. Okay, okay. Then let's go that as number one followed like extremely closely by SummerSlam 93 Luger. I am super excited for that Luger figure. All right, Scott, that rounds that officially rounds out Ringside Fest 2023. We are going to do a nostalgia segment and it's Christmas in July. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Christmas in July. <laughs> it's November. It's like almost Thanksgiving. Well, it, it, 
the figures are Christmas. But <laughs> we're eating turkey in April. I don't even know what any of this means. Before we get into this nostalgia segment, we want everybody to head over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have almost every wrestling figure ever made, and you can find it all over there at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you to do this week is we want you to search out San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. And if you can't find it there, just Google it. And we're going to go over all of Mattel's San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. And once you get all the figures, want you to follow along as Scott reads off this list. So that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. So kind of give you guys a brief overview. The very first San Diego Comic-Con, I won't say what figure it was. The very first San Diego Comic-Con figure was in 2010. A lot of people don't remember this one. Some people do. But if you go on to the database, you can find it there. So I just thought I'd drop that in just in case there's anybody like, no, it started with the Shockmaster in 2016. You know, uh, Nope, that's when it returned. That's when it returned. Very yep, good. Took a nice little six-year break. Nice little hiatus. Yep. All right, Scott. Let's start in 2010 for the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives from Mattel. Yes, sir. WWE Mattel San Diego Comic-Con exclusives kicked off with 2010's The Undertaker Entrance Great. And this would have been Undertaker in his WrestleMania 15 look. I called it an entrance great because it was in that entrance great packaging, but I I didn't have this figure. So I don't know if there was any button on the side that would play music or anything. Yeah, I'm totally not sure on that i didn't have this one either and the funny part is uh ringside has it up for i believe it's 34.99 jeff they still have this figure no you could add it to your wish list though at that price oh (laughs) (laughs) but it's still on their site look it up (laughs) why is it on there i don't know i guess you can like create a wish list so they've got a bunch of old figures on there and this is one of them interesting okay yeah and he's like 35 bucks i'm like i'll pay it right now okay all right All right, so Undertaker kicked it off in 2010. Continue on. 2016 gave us probably the funniest wrestling figure of all time, the Shockmaster. We know him. We love him. The WCW reject himself, Shockmaster. He was in jeans, a long black jacket, came with a sparkly, glittery helmet. The kicker, he was packaged upside down in the package, like he had just tumbled over that two by four that got nailed in without him knowing it. And kudos to the packaging team. If you look at the figure in the back, there's actually a hole in the back of the packaging that kind of replicates the hole that he fell through. Yes. When or he cre- down the wall, he created that hole and then fell. So anyways. yes, exactly. Hilarious. Great touch by Mattel doing that figure. Next up 2017, we had Isaac Yankum. He was in silver and blue elite packaging. He had dentist headgear, a white soft goods shirt, and was wearing blue pants. I hate to say it, but out of all of Mattel's San Diego Comic-Con reveals, 
Macho Man Slim Jim is the worst, followed by Isaac Yankum. All right, continue on, Scott. Uh, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> because we're about to get into 2019's <laughs> Macho Man Slim Jim. They took a year off, returned in 2019 with the best wrestling figure of all time. Not a wrestling figure. I'm just kidding. The San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Macho Man Slim Jim was in a Slim Jim gear, which was red, black, and yellow, included a hat, sunglasses, jacket with tassels, and two boxes of Slim Jims as the accessory. The box itself was a Slim Jim box, and Macho Man inside the package was holding two boxes of Slim Jims. This is one beautiful beautiful figure so much attention to detail by mattel and their team just uh, unbelievable could you imagine sitting around a room coming up with this idea from from top to bottom beginning to end being able to construct this whole idea and then watch it come to life that's that's crazy to me dude because this thing is perfect they did a good job on the packaging because I like when you lift up the container, it unveils the figure like it's standing on yes. a pedestal. So it does look cool yeah. that way. But yeah, it's like the seventh best figure of this list. I hope the crows pluck out your eyes with their diseased beaks from going to the R&T too much. Next up. I was about to say, was it from the going to the R&Ts? <laughs> You're going to get some pink eye. Oh. <clears throat> Next up, 2020 gave us Mr. COVID. T. Oh, yes, that's it. <laughs> and COVID. <laughs> and shutdowns. <laughs> Mr. T came in a red box. And this was kind of a box within a box packaging. The outside container box was red. And it had a gold chain on the graphic. Inside was a full color box with Mr. T in his WrestleMania 1 look. Wait, the box itself was kind of a WrestleMania 1 look and pose. Mr. T himself was in blue tights with blue and white knee pads. Mr. T came with a soft goods camo jacket, gold chains, of course, and a red belt accessory. I love that Mr. T figure. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I think it's better than his Ultimate Edition. Uh, this was, I think, the best Mr. T that Mattel gave us. Yeah, I have to agree, because it was like A-Team and Wrestling Mr. T. Yes, the, the ultimate, exactly. The Ultimate was good because it came with the floppy ridiculous hulk hogan hat that was popular in the 80s yes and it was his wrestlemania one look so yeah a lot to be said for that yeah but yeah i do agree with you this one is much much better 2021 gave us a lot of people's favorite actually in the uh the san diego comic-con line sergeant slaughter ultimate edition there was a regular and a chase version it was an ljn inspired box and card art so essentially the outside box was the container of the figure opened up the box and you could pull out a carded ultimate edition Sergeant Slaughter. Now, depending on your level of luck, you either got a traditional blue LJN card or you got the special chase black LJN card. I was lucky enough to get one of each. Jeff got the blue. I got the black and then Jeff went and got his signed. And yep. it is amazing. Yep. Sergeant Slaughter came with a camo soft goods jacket, extra head, Hat, sunglasses, belt, riding crop, and whistle accessories. He was wearing an army green singlet with red, white, and blue USA graphic on the front. Black tights with red, white, and blue stripes down the side. Thoughts on that one, Jeff? It is the best San Diego Comic-Con. That's your favorite? Just because uh, the next one you're about to get into, that one was really good too. Slaughter, this is the ultimate. This is like the uh, Master of Puppets of Slaughter figures. 
Yeah, I think this was my favorite figure for 2022, if I'm not mistaken. I think 20, this is my number one. 2022 or 2021? Oh, I'm sorry, 2021. I want to say this was my number one on the top 10. Yeah, it was excellent, dude. I mean, just top to bottom, it was like the Coliseum collection before the Coliseum collection. Yes, good point. Yes. You know, it. it's slaughter. It looks fantastic. It. There's nothing wrong with it. You can't find a fault with it or like a flaw. I should say a yeah. flaw with it. There's it's just yeah. perfect. Yeah. There's very few figures in the Mattel line that, that truly warrant like a 10. Yeah. Right. You're probably talking a list of maybe 20 figures. Something like that. Yeah. I would say this would be one of them from top to bottom with the packaging and everything. Um, strong contender coming up next though, in terms of packaging 2022 gave us the no holds barred. Hogan and Zeus Ultimate Edition set. VHS box style packaging. The two figures were placed inside a VHS cassette box. Hogan comes with a white heavyweight eagle title, three total heads, light blue Rip'em soft goods tearaway shirt, gold chain, and a Rip'em white headband. He was in light blue trunks, white knee pads, and light blue boots. Zeus came with a black and silver belt, a matching headband to the belt, and an extra head, the black jacket was similar to war- to what Zeus wore in the movie. That is some of the greatest packaging they've ever done. Uh, again, you think about sitting around with your design team at the table, like, okay, guys, this is the concept. We're going to do Hogan and Zeus from No Holds Barred. What do we do for the figures? What do we do for the packaging? To be able to, to take this concept from idea to execution... This is another example of perfect figures, perfect packaging. It's just, it's the total package, right? To, to coin a wrestling phrase. This is, this is everything. This is perfect packaging and perfect figures. Could you imagine sitting at that table and going, do we have enough in the budget to do a plastic VHS tape where we can put the two figures inside? And face-to-face inside and the VHS tape. You know, somebody's like, holy crap, that's an amazing idea. Let's give them an extra few thousand dollars to the budget to make that happen. To make it happen because it's going to add that much more to the overall presentation. Yeah. And to us as collectors, I mean, you had us at no holds barred, but then you keep adding these layers of wow to the set. And this is why we clamor for the San Diego Comic-Con every single year and have anxiety and nerves when it comes up to the order time because we're like, oh my God, if I miss it, I'm so screwed. And yeah. I have to have this. So yeah, this was one of those sets. The Some of the best packaging Mattel's ever done. Uh, yeah, I'll, man, it's hard. Ret- I'll, I'll say Retrofest is probably still number one for me. But I mean, it's, it's, it's such a small, small gap in between that and this and the Slaughter packaging and the Slim Jim packaging. Like the stuff they've done with Comic-Con, you almost need to put it into its own its own category and separate it from like their main run figures. Because yeah. this is just, it's so extra special, dude. Yep. And last, but certainly not least, 2023 gave us Muhammad Ali Ultimate Edition 2-pack. On one side of the package, or the box, I should say, WWE Magazine style on one side. On the other side, Boxing Magazine style. All, all featuring Muhammad Ali. Package came with two Muhammad Ali figures, one boxing, and one was the ref from WrestleMania 1. Box opens up to display the boxing Ali figure standing over a fallen opponent. And the other side 
featured Ref Ali holding up Hogan's hand at WrestleMania 1. Accessories include a boxing robe with Muhammad Ali on the back and two extra heads. And Jeff, that rounds out San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. And you have to ask, who is next for 2024? That's a great question. We'll see what the masterminds over there do come up with. By the way, there are seven Comic-Con exclusives. Macho Man Slim Jim's seventh best one on the on the list. Don't give me that look. Don't you stare a hole through me like that. Putting rat poison in your turkey. Man, you know what's hard is trying to decide which one is your favorite. Okay, take out Isaac Yankum and Macho Man. You've got the likes <laughs> of Shockmaster. Yeah. What? You've, you've got the fantastic Sergeant Slaughter from top to bottom. As I said earlier, there's not a flaw with that figure. To Hogan and Zeus Tupac replicating No Holds Barred with the blue Ripem shirt, the white winged eagle. How do you pick? Yeah, and then you look at Zeus, right? Like that's a perfect Zeus figure. He had the big black jacket thingy on that he wore and the headband and the belt and just it, it was Zeus. You know, and mm-hmm. I love the the images of Zeus standing on the steps, staring down at Hogan that they did with figure photography. And it, it just looks so good. And I wonder if the guys at Mattel get as excited as we do when they're sitting around the table planning this stuff. Like if they're marking out for each other's ideas, you know, like one, like you said, comes up with the idea for the, the VHS in, you know, and putting the figures face to face inside of the VHS cassette. Were they all like popping, like jumping up and down, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like there, there has to be excitement around that. Popping champagne bottles. Yeah, dude. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like I would think that the guys at Mattel get ex- as excited about this stuff as we do. And when they come up with these ideas, there has to be a mark out moment at the table, you yeah. know? And, and so watching all of these things get executed from idea to finished product, and then seeing what we get to go scramble for on pre-order day. It's, it's so cool. And yeah, you're right. Trying to pick a favorite is is damn near impossible. I mean, for me, I've had my favorite pick since it came out. It's Macho Man, but it's got really, really tough competition in terms of the No Holds Barred set and that Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, the Slaughter is fantastic. The No Holds Barred set. Underrated is the Muhammad Ali. And I'll, I know a lot of people didn't purchase that figure. Yeah, and I got two of them because I thought it was going to be like every other year where it sells out. You know, you're trying to help out your fellow collectors, so have an extra one ready. I'm sitting on two of these things, and nobody needs it. So so some people don't even want it. I'm about to get into some eBay prices, so you might just want to sit on it. Eh, we'll see. All right, let's get into those eBay prices. 2010 Undertaker, very similar entrance, great packaging. Long black jacket, by the way, it also came with a white box, similar to what Maddie Collector used to ship in, and it says Undertaker on the front. Last old eBay listing was October 29th for $51 on 15 bids. That figure has come down significantly. Uh, what was the high that you saw on that one, Jeff? I remember seeing it. I think it was up around 70 or 80 bucks. Okay, got it. Was that like peak 2020 COVID pricing? Mm, I, so I never checked it during 2020 COVID pricing. It was okay. it was actually around 2016, 17. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Shockmaster with the glittery helmet packaged upside down. Last old eBay listing October 15th for $100 on one bid. Uh, now, signed or unsigned? Unsigned. Okay. Now, if you rewind a few days prior, one did sell for $140. 
Wow. Timing is everything. So exactly. Good point. No, I would never sell that figure. My goal is to get that one signed. You need to. I know, dude. I know. He's on my list for sure. Like I'm always looking for, hopefully this year he's at WrestleCon. All right. Next year, I guess. I'm hoping he's at WrestleCon so I can finally get that thing signed. 2017, we got Isaac Yankum with the white jacket, the dentist headgears. Don't talk about my headgear. Are you talking about my headgears? (laughs) Last old eBay listing was November 7th for $90. There might actually be people out there that like this is their favorite San Diego Comic-Con. Are their names Brian Breaker? Like I said, it's such a subjective thing, our hobby here. And if for different reasons, it could be your favorite. And I bet you there are people out there. Isaac Yankum is their favorite SDCC figure. Well, do you remember that was for SDCC, but then we were also finding it at Toys R Us? Yes. And I think that's why we didn't get them in 2018. Uh, I should say we didn't get an SDCC in 2018. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyways, yeah, we got the Isaac Yankum in 2017 and we were finding it at Toys R Us. And yeah. now they're now they're selling for ninety bucks. Yeah, ninety dollars. Yeah, and Toys R Us couldn't get rid of them for a long time. No, no. Yep. Twenty nineteen brought the seventh best San Diego Comic Con exclusive in Macho Man Slim Jim. I hate you, Macho holding Slim Jim shaped like a Slim Jim packaging. Last sold eBay listing was November fifteenth for ninety dollars on one bid. Same price as Isaac Yankum. <laughs> Same price. That's shocking to me. Like as good as that figure is, you would think, and and given Macho Man's stature in the wrestling world, you know, and the fact that Mattel's right now not doing Macho Man figures, you would think that thing would be worth a little more. Yeah, that's actually kind of stayed about right. It that's kind of hovered around the ninety dollar mark ever since it popped out in twenty nineteen. It never really went up. It went to like a hundred and ten, dropped back down to ninety. It's kind of hovered around there. Obviously, when it sold out quickly in 2019 on San Diego as San Diego comic-con was going on figures were selling on eBay for like $200 stuff like that. But then it eventually came down and stabilized to around that 110 to $90 mark. Well, I'm saying if you don't have that one in your collection, you can score one for 90. I say, do it. You will not be disappointed. 2020 brought us Mr. T, Mr. T and blue tights. Camo jacket, gold chains, last sold eBay listing was November 7th for $54.95. Hmm. Seems low. Seems extremely low. Yeah. I don't remember how much that figure was when it came out, 40 or $45. So, I mean, it really hasn't gone up significantly. 2021 brought a Sergeant Slaughter for San Diego Comic-Con. Chase was the black packaging, very similar to LJN packaging as well for both. Camo jacket, top hat. Uh, last sold eBay listing for the regular was November 6th for $159.99. The chase sold today, November 16th for $270. Holy crap. I wonder what it was at its peak. I don't know, but Scott, you got to sell, dude. You got that. <laughs> no, that's never some, parting with that figure. That's some Christmas gifts right there, dude. <laughs> well, this is what really, for me, started the the hysteria for the SDCC was when you didn't get it. Cause I thought for sure you were, I grabbed two just to be on the safe side. I was like, okay, just in case he doesn't get one, you know, or if somebody doesn't get one, I'll grab an extra one. And you, I hit you up and I was like, you got your slaughter. And you're like, Nope, he sold out. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, good thing I got two. Cause you know, now you get one. Yep. And uh, it just so happened. I got one of each and just sheer luck. 
before we continue on, do you remember when I got the sign? So Slaughter said that they sent him just an empty package. Yeah. What is that all about? Because he wanted to give the figure to uh, a His, grandchild, I think. A, a granddaughter, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no figure? Like, just the packaging? They got a fat nope. <laughs> so weird. And he's like, yeah, if you talk to somebody over at Mattel, I'll, I'll send the crows to go talk to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what he did say when I got signed uh, by him at Stockton Con the last yeah. earlier this year. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so weird, an empty box. Hulk Hogan and Zeus two pack with the VH style packaging. Last sold eBay listing was November twelfth for one hundred dollars. Okay, that's that's about what it's been for a while. Yeah, anywhere from I've seen it as low as seventy five, seen it as high as one twenty. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of stayed right there. So that's about right. Yeah, if you've got it and you're considering selling it, just don't. Muhammad Ali in the WWE magazine style packaging. Two Muhammad Ali figures, one boxing and one referee from WrestleMania 1. Last sold eBay listing was September 4th for $61 on 22 bids. They actually got it cheaper than what it sold for online. Ouch. What can I say? Yeah, that, what are you going to do? But again, that is the most recent one. You know, time may be a little more kind to this one, but uh, a lot of people, it, I really think that they just made way too many of these. Oh, they did, dude. They did. Yeah. It just it, way too many in production and it was oversaturation. Totally a supply and demand thing. Uh, you could get these things for weeks and weeks after they went on sale, which is not how a Comic-Con exclusive should be. So, hey, lesson learned. Yeah. I just hope they don't punish us by not giving us one in 2024. Now, was it the fact that it was Muhammad Ali? Was there overproduction? Oh, I I, th I think just straight up overproduction. I think Muhammad Ali would have had a fine time selling uh, had you kept the numbers low, you know, like you have in the past. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't think it had anything to do with the name. It was just, I think the numbers were too high. That rounds out San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Before we get into the closing, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe driving out there. Don't drink and drive, please. Please, because we need you to keep listening to the show. Yes, yes. So uh, happy Thanksgiving. Make sure you get your cocoa apple pies. <laughs> They're delicious. They are delicious. Once they get in your mouth. Yeah, that cocoa is so good, dude. It's just so sweet. Just hits, just hits it right. Anyways. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your gluttonous day. I know I will with you, Scott. But what we also want you guys to do is check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find the card and loose prices of LJNs, Galoobs, Hasbros, Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, and Retros. You can find that all over at WrestlingToyTracker.com. All right, let's head on over to our podcasting buddies. My buddies. My, My bu buddies. Wherever they go, I go, my buddies. All right, check out Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker. Also, check out the TV Toy Cast with myself and Breaker. And Scott, do you know what we talked about this past week? Uh, old toys? Kind of, yeah. I knew it. All right, good job. Nailed it. That's all over at the TV Toy Cast. No, we talked about Light Bright. Oh, Light Bright. Okay. Yep. Breaker put that one on a poll. Uh, he had like light bright and I forget the other categories, but anyways, light bright one. Wow. I know. Okay. I, did we have a light bright? I don't we, remember. We did. And the reason I remember it is because every time you would go hang out with big Dave, happy birthday, big Dave. 
every time you go hang out with Big Dave, I'd be like at home, I'd be like, oh, Scott's going to hang out with Big Dave. I don't have anybody to hang out with like that. <laughs> so so mom used to make a fort. And she would get the chairs from the dining room set. She would put the chairs together, put a blanket over and get the couch cushions and put it inside the fort. So it was completely blacked out. So I would get the light bright and I would be punching the holes in the paper with, uh, you know, for to, with the light bright stuff. I don't okay. want to I don't want to say the P word because he comes in. It, exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyways, I th- I had a lot of memories with the light bright just because of the fort. I, I totally don't. Did you get that as a Christmas present or? I think I did. Okay. Okay. But Light Bright's making a comeback. You can find it at Target nowadays. Oh, wow. Okay. And I've seen some people do their Light Brights and uh, Soda Hunter actually showed one off today and he he did uh, Mario. He punched out Mario. Oh, very cool. Okay. It That's looks, awesome. It looks sweet. So anyways, yeah, we talked about Light Bright. Nice. Uh, also, I was on the PPW podcast this past Friday. We were doing our summer, excuse me, Survivor Series draft. Okay. So this is the one you were discussing last week where like heel or face, you can only pick one version, then they were off the board. Yes. Okay. And what were the years? It was 87 it, through? 96. 87 to 90. Okay. Got it. So yep. like 10 years worth of Survivor Series. 10 years worth of Survivor Series. Steve and I went through and drafted them. What we want you guys to do is we want you guys to pick who had the better draft, whose team was the strongest, and yeah, just have fun with it. Steve's going to put up the poll. You guys go and vote on the Facebook group over at Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Yep, and then you have to tell them why Jeff drafted the best. Exactly. My yeah. my team was strong, dude. Well, I, Look, you're picking from a super strong roster of guys. Like you'd better have strong ass teams. I I did have a strong ass team. Nice. Yeah. All right. Check out the stolen gimmicks podcast with Joe and Jordan. A lot of fun each and every week with those guys. Check out in the marbles pod with soda and Ethan. Check out the legendary wrestling figures with Brian work. The arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from eighties to current day. Our good buddy Ryan Buds doing trivia with Buds as well. We got the Chick Foley show with Sashina, Marco, and Jordan as well. RJ is doing Reffing It Up. I don't know if Ringside Rant's going on, but he's doing Reffing It Up with uh, one of the referees. I forget the referee's name. Okay. But old WWF wrestler, uh, referee. Not Corderas? Cord- not Cord. Oh, wait. Maybe it is. Yeah, it is Corderas. Okay. Anyways. Uh, check out Boots of the Face with EJ and Rucker. Pulling up a chair with Tim and the Fig Life. Marty and Sarah love wrestling. And Scott, what do you got for drunk wrestling history tomorrow? Uh, let's see. The roast dropped two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So we're going to have a show tomorrow. Okay. So my guess is going to be either. Oh, I know what it is. I just saw it on Twitter today. Oh, the Bray episode. The Bray Wyatt episode. Okay, got it. So, okay, so now I'm up to speed. So the Bray Wyatt episode, thank you, Jeff, drops tomorrow. It is a tribute. Well, by the way, give us a follow on the X at wrestling underscore drunk, where tomorrow's episode, or you're listening to this Sunday. So the show that dropped two days ago was a tribute to the great late Bray Wyatt. We talk about his career, uh, how crushed we were, the way things went down with him. And uh, we just heap praise upon him as we should have. Talk about Bray. 
in a couple weeks uh because we just recorded last night uh we've got two shows in the hopper so we've got the next month covered i won't go into uh spoilers but if you were paying attention earlier i actually mentioned the uh the pay-per-view that we reviewed but anyway if you want to listen to us praise bray wyatt give us a follow give us a listen you can download drunk wrestling history wherever you download your other podcasts at because we are drunk wrestling history we're not always accurate but we're always drunk and scott rocco gonna throw it out to jason wolf of course if you need artwork if you need custom hasbro figures if you need custom miniature LJNs or custom Galoobs, Jason has you covered. You've got to get in quick if you want to make his Christmas list or if you want to get that special someone a custom figure. Jump onto his social medias at the Art of Jason Wolf. Get your order in. Ensure you get it in time for Christmas because the dude's schedule is filling up. Jump in there. Get your order in. The Art of Jason Wolf. Custom Hasbro's, custom artwork. Jason is your guy. And of course, Jeff, going to throw it out to the great Steve Hoker over on T Public, store name Starman NJ. All of his proceeds go to charity. You're supporting a great guy and throwing money to charity at the same time. Why not? <laughs> Steve Hoker on T Public at Starman NJ. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Charity. Well, you're also donating to Steve Hoker and the Scroll Charity. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some, single mom named charity yeah exactly yep who dances on a pole from the top of the pole i watch it go down you got me throwing <laughs> my money around <laughs> right round round my buddy <laughs> <laughs> oh scott for episode 408 anything else stay safe stay healthy fig license 2016 Happy toy hunting and happy birthday, Big Dave. Happy 50. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 408. Happy Thanksgiving. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week We're the OGs of WFP Fully poseable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings